Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. This is Megan. And on today, we head to the Looney Bin slash hospitals, which is technically considered the same thing. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, ones that kind of combined. No, they're both technically hospitals, but I mean, the insane asylum kind of. Because well, um, I feel like in the early like 1900s, it was. Ooh. You know, like people that were like. Like, they experimented on people. Oh, well, yeah, there's that. But um, I forgot, like, they consider people, like, uh, women without without husbands who were put in insane asylums, along with, like, crazy people. I feel like, too, anybody with abilities, too, like, probably got put in there. Um, I feel like, too, I've never been in a insane asylum, so I can't, you know, speak for that. But I feel like it's more tamed than it was, like, back in the early 1900s, like... The whole like ice pick in the eye thing to touch the frontal lobe to try and help you with depression and anxiety. Lobotomy. Uh, prefrontal lobotomy to be exact. Yeah. All right, nerd. Uh, actually, I'm not a nerd. Uh, I nah, just nah, have nah, it nah, on nah, my nah, computer nah. screen over here. No. Um. The reasons why I mean, there's theories behind why, but I'll give a pre theory in the sense of beginning of this episode why hospitals and and asylums are haunted, and most has to do with the amount of pain and instant death most people go through now what asylums are in the sense of that is most people of the mentally insane and those who are mistreated for a consistent amount of time almost like their essence of themselves are burned into the walls yeah. well here's another thing too to think people that probably were possessed or probably were put in there yeah instead of being helped because i don't think necessarily demonic cases have um like I don't know, increased over time. I just think there's more attention brought to it. You know, like someone that was having like possession type or even oppression type symptoms would get put in a loony bin. I don't know what time period it was. Sorry. And as of recently, as of, like, I don't know, five, six, maybe almost 10 years ago, where. The medical field is really pushing hard to prove that there is no such thing as possession or oppression. There's only mental disabilities that reflect it. Yeah. Which kind of got thrown out of the gut, well, thrown out because of certain cases proving demonic activity in the supernatural. So it's almost like it didn't last that long. Kind of like a new wave of American heavy metal. It lasted for like four years. (laughs) That's funny. I want that on a t shirt. Um,. (laughs) Before another genre took over and kind of paved the way after that. But no, like the the cases started popping up, including the one from Zach Bagan's Demon House that started proving the idea that uh, there is more out there than what there is. Even though it's still practiced in a sense today. Most people, like, say you're, you're just a, a non-religious family to take their daughter to the hospital because her, she's showing signs of, like, demonic possession mm-hmm. but they don't recognize it as that because they don't believe in that so they believe that she has a mental breakdown that's why she's schizophrenic or other things like this and they you know misdiagnose her and then she ends up dying mm-hmm. for whatever reason we, well you we know the reason but they don't know the reason yeah yeah um those kinds of people put into an, an asylum right mm-hmm. over time just being treated and causing mildly insane people to probably go more insane it's almost like an infectious disease of demonic activity, and I probably more, more than I don't. I don't see. I don't. I can't remember any case of hearing that that someone with possessed was in a hospital. Now there are dark entities at asylums and hospitals. Mostly, I think they're attracted to the negativity energy that was built there over years of time. Mm-hmm. Hospitals more so people dying. In you pain know and why? Stuff and like I that. also think so. This is a reason too. Okay, so when a demon kind of like tries to get in you tries to get your vessel in a sense right it's like any situation where you feel hopelessness despair anything like that right Mm. so if you're going through these hospitals and you feel hopeless you feel like you can't fight back you feel sad you feel betrayed you feel you know depending on what your situation is especially like i'm talking about like a sand asylum in the 1930s even today i mean Someone drops you off at a psych ward, you know, depending. I mean, you might feel upset, like, if it's your family or whatever. 
Um, but it leaves like an open opportunity for them to really bring you to your knees in a sense because of your situation, you know? Yeah. Um, hospitals, I think hosp like hospitals, like true hospitals, depending if there was like bad stuff that happened there. Um, I feel like death just brings that kind of, and anywhere there's death, I feel like there's good and bad. Unfortunately, like the bad is just attracted. Like for me with my abilities, Yes, I attract good entities, but then there's also bad entities trying to, you know, make its way over to me. So. The hell was that? Yeah, did you hear that in my ear? Yeah, in my right. ear too. My right ear. Was it your right ear? It was the, well, yeah. my left ear, your no. right ear. Yeah. Yeah. So. Weird. I don't know if we picked it up on the recording. Weird. That was weird. You know, I always feel, you know, I don't know why I always. Did you hear it again? No. That was like an electronic burst. Like, dit, 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 well, dit. no, now it feels like someone's like tapping on my headphone on the right no, side. No, that was like an electronic burst on the uh, Yeah, the that mic. first, the yeah. first. Weird. I don't know if it was a phone or not. I don't think so. I got a notification, but it's never done that before. Yeah, there it is again. Weird. It was something to do with the phones? Let's try to debunk this real quick. It's not like a major problem. It's going to keep sparking up. No. Something's tapping on my right headphone. Like well, trying to get my attention. It's, it's like, like a, that. Yeah, it's, a little, it's at my left. But you're right. But it's a burst of something in the, in, the, the, in the recording. I don't know. So if you guys hear that, I wonder if there's an EVP. We haven't gotten like... Well, I haven't really been combing through like I used to with the EVPs. But I haven't heard any. Haven't heard any. Mm-mm. Mm. I think that's because we like protect our house now more. So... <laughs> And there's, you know, like boundaries as to what can come through and what can't. So I think that's important. Okay, so before we get into the list of um, some of the most haunted sounds of hospitals in the world, um, did you ever see that picture of uh, that demon sitting on the the woman's chest in the hospital? No. Um, forgot how the picture was taken, mm -hmm. but it showed a woman in the hospital bed with like this black, like, Almost like like oil black skinned person thing with yeah. like fur, almost sitting on a woman's chest. Oh no, thanks. Yeah, and he mm -hmm. only saw it in the reflection of the mirror. Yeah, I feel like if I ever were to investigate an asylum, I would have to literally shield up, like really try and block from, because like I know like with me, you know, like I'm I'm leveling up and like. I, when I go to somewhere where I know there's going to be a lot of just stuff, right? Like people's emotions and I'm trying to get to these people and help them. But at the same time, I've learned because I am an empath as well. So like I feel other people's crap. So like I have to literally like almost like shield myself to be able to, you know, go one by one and help or else I would just be a complete mess. I'd be crying all the time. I'd be like, I don't know what's going on, <laughs> you know, and I've got and basically I've noticed like, I don't know if all psychics are like that, but I know like myself, basically my like goal or my thing is to constantly have my mind calm. Like if I don't have my mind calm when we go into investigations, it can be too much because if there's a lot of spirits there or even spirits coming through or whatever from other places, like, yeah. So I think in asylum, I would have to be really shielded up because there's going to be a lot of people that want to get their message across, but, you know, they want you to feel what they felt. So you have like one guy over there trying to tell you like, hey, I got killed with the ice pick through the eye, the prefrontal lo lobotomy. <laughs> I have to keep looking. I'm sorry. Um, Or, you know, like I, I don't know, even prisons. I think prisons would be just on that level of intensity you know but we actually have the opportunity to investigate a um a state asylum the trans allegheny yep yeah well it's on the works yeah i think it's in the works i think they contacted no, we're invited yeah so yeah, that should be the means of getting over there yeah. yeah but all right on to actually funny enough one of them is trans allegheny trans yeah. allegheny asylum but um I guess we'll go up asylums first. Because mm -hmm. I have one that's pretty intense, too. Yes. 
abandoned asylums don't need don't need ghosts to make them creepy. I mean, of course they already look fucking cages and stuff like that. And especially when you find like old medical chairs where they perform lobotomies or like they have they trap people in them and do like electrical shock therapy or like um like trapping them in. Especially people that did not have a problem wrong. It was just something you know but any mental institution is bound to emanate bad vibes but a haunted former asylum well that's you know top shelf horror movie stuff yeah um the first on the list danvers lunatic asylum do you want to talk about yes because this is the one that i got so the list that we're kind of like going off of is from the thrillist.com and they basically have abandoned asylums, world's most terrifying haunted asylums. So, the Danvers was one of the first ones, and it's from Danvers, Massachusetts. Oh, sorry. And basically, it's part prison, part asylum. Um, it was opened in 1878 um, to house mentally unstable criminals. Um, they also uh, housed mentally handicapped alcoholics. Plain old felons and a lot. So basically in 1930s, they were so understaffed, right, that basically people would die and they wouldn't know until days later. So there literally was people rotting in rooms and they didn't even know. Was that like the way they started doing lobotomies? Yeah, they yeah. actually think that was the first, the birthplace of the prefrontal lobotomy. Um, they have a large cemetery on site, and they said it is very haunted by evil spirits, so they say. So they say this um, asylum inspired H.P. Lovecraft's Arkham Sanitarium. I think I said that right. Mm. And uh, Bat Batman's Arkham Asylum. Um, and it was also the setting of a demon movie called Session 9. And if that wasn't enough... Um, Danvers actually used to be a Salem's village from the Salem witch trials. So not only do you have that, you have people that died on the land that may or may not have been witches. So, yeah, I kind of want to go to that place, though. It's in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. Not that far away. Yeah. Why do you say it like that? Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about now, um, because I guess it'd be a good topic of us to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, amongst other asylums, but Transit Allegheny Lieutenant Asylum. Yep. Which we have been invited to, which, funny enough, a good, uh, side note, is who I have, uh, uh, West Virginia Paranormal, um. This Friday. My bonus episode. Uh, yeah, I get to speak to, um, Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, he, um, sorry, one of the uh, main investigators of his crew, mm-hmm. and he tells me about the time that he was there. He actually does investigate that place regularly, amongst other places he's been, including Bobby Mackey's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when we actually get a chance to go over there mm-hmm. with um, our paranormal team, no quarter paranormal, um, you know, hopefully we can get some good stuff in a sense. Oh my god! But the fact that there's so many psychics on the team, there's gonna be a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, well, we're gonna get a lot of messages because we're gonna be able to hear them. I feel like you gotta watch in asylums too for like aggressive spirits, you know, like that want to get their message across. That you know, if they were truly had a problem that maybe wasn't handled correctly, could you imagine? Plus, you know, I now know. I didn't know this. Yeah, but apparently, Transylvania. Asylum um, is the second largest handgun stone masonry building in the world. Dang. After the Kremlin. You know the Kremlin is, right? No. Russia is like CIA building. Ah. Oh. Well, their version of CIA, like their spy. Right? Oh, dang. Interesting. Yeah, so it's like an extremely well-protected building. Mm-hmm. Um, it was built after the, you know, around the Civil War era. Uh, the asylum was uh, designed to house around 250 patients. But uh, end up holding more than 2,400. So, yeah, overcrowded. Right? Um, 
It actually even held uh, Charles Manson uh, at a time. Really? Yeah. Which, what the fuck? Holy crap, would we go there and hear him? Or might you know, we get like a... I don't know that he would haunt that area. I don't think so. I feel like he's the type that would... He's dead, right? Charles Manson? Yeah. Yeah. Just making sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Isaac. <laughs> I don't know. Her. All the true crime listeners were like, oh man, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't he keep didn't up know with if, a serial killer. He didn't know if Charles Manson died. So along with severe overcrowding, uh, consistent abuse... And people were locked in cages, lobotomized with ice picks. It seems to be a... Even no matter where you are, you're going to get tricky in the eye. For anybody real quick that doesn't know what prefrontal lobotomy is, it's basically... um, It's a neurosurgical treatment of a mental disorder that involves severing connections in the brain's prefrontal cortex. Um, So, yeah. So, basically, if you look it up in, like, images and stuff, it's like they take, like, a nail really long nail or ice pick looking thing and they literally put it through your eye socket and touch the part of your brain um and they use a hammer and bang your vegetable they basically thought that they could help overcome psychiatric problems and intractable depression and anxiety have you ever seen the movie um what's that called sucker punch at the end she gets lobotomized yeah uh, spell the warning for anybody. <laughs> Too late now. Um, so yeah, with all that, um, there there's been led. You know, of course, people also chained to things, and uh, has led to people. You know, amongst other things, has led people. A lot of people die there. Mm-hmm. Hence, why that place is very haunted. Um, it was actually briefly used as civil war base. So oh, there's also man. soldiers spirits there what is with these asylums like pick neutral ground my friend i know it's never just one thing you're dealing with um supposedly like let's, let's pick the worst place the worst like land now and let's put it in an asylum jonathan didn't mention this when i was talking to him mm-hmm. uh, on the bonus episode but supposedly there is a still deranged patient named ruth who attacks people who go there Ew. let her come with me and she'll never ever want to come at him ever again. Yeah, because they would write him full. Yeah. Which makes you wonder if there'd be a lot of right hand energy there. Yeah. Someone's going, what What the hell are you talking about? Um, I have an ability to... Uh, what, don't give me that face. I have to explain every single time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have an ability to feel uh, the energy of dead. Right, right hand is usually evil. Left hand is usually good. Um, depending on you know, what entity they are. Um, if you want more in depth, uh, go back to listen to a couple episodes beforehand, and you would get a um, a better uh, idea. So yeah, uh, I can see, um, I can see, I can't really see them, but I know when they they're coming my direction, or at least they're near me, so I can feel them. And usually, ones that dark ones, I can take off the plane. Um, so if she ran at me, I most likely would have the. You know, <laughs> I don't know if that's a sound effects I used. I don't hear anything when I do it, but yeah, I imagine what. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we got her to deal with when we go there. Oh. Where she is, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't easy to say. Um. That place is very. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Probably multiple. I'll say multiple days. times because I mean we're going no, all the way to West Virginia. Multiple day. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna. I don't know, probably a weekend. Just going like one whole night and then another night, but um, I, I can I can see that like us having to do a lot of walking, or at least like section by sections. But yeah, it's 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 huge. Um, one of the places that I uh, I know about um is uh, Waverly Hills, mm. mainly because there's been like three or four movies and then Ghost Adventures have gone there a couple of times. But one thing that led to um, with Waverly Hills, I guess, made it famous, um, was with the alleged sixty-three thousand deaths taking place inside its walls. Um, yeah, this it's not surprising. The top of the list of America's most haunted spots, um, originally built as a ter- tuberculosis hospital in nineteen ten, uh, which that. A lot of hospitals were built just for the tuberculosis outbreak that happened. 
right? Yeah. Just because there's so many people. I would say like COVID, right? And yeah. it seems like it kind of swept the, the entire country at the time. But um, tuberculosis was far more deadly. Yeah. Um, at the time, it didn't have any remedy for it. It happened in 1910 too, so that was a little after, actually before um, the Spanish flu. Man, they got hit by a lot of fucking diseases back then. Yeah. Um. But yeah, apparently this apparition of a boy named Timmy, uh, who plays with a rubber ball, um, who's actually been caught on tape. Uh, there's a nurse who hanged herself in room 502. So some people that go in there to hear, um, uh, like they also like they hear her, I guess, in there, and like they feel depressed for some reason. Well, obviously they feel depressed because they feel her pain. Um, you can hear, you know, scat- scattered screams throughout the building and footsteps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember the episode Ghost Avengers actually caught a lot of neat, like, interesting stuff there. So, here's one. Are you done? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I just want to be sorry. So, the one I'm going to talk about next is in Ovid, New York. And it's called the Willard asylum for the chronically insane so the reason why i specifically picked this one out first of all it looks like scary as heck if anybody that looks it up um and it didn't it didn't close uh it started in 1869 um and it doesn't say when it closed but it looks like maybe in the 70s um so it went on for a long time but the creepy thing about this one, and I feel like as a psychic, as a medium, this would trigger a lot of crap. So everything that was used, people's belongings, the chairs, the utensils, everything from 1869 until they closed in 1970, in the 1970s, it doesn't give an exact date, but it basically says... They kind of, oh, wait, no, 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 no. It discharged its final patient in 1995. So you have all that stuff from 1869 to 1995 still in there. It is still there. So you have, like, the pictures. You have, like, a doctor's table with sternups, which I don't know why do you need sternups in an asylum. Sternups. That's what, like, when you have you're pregnant and oh, they, they probably have women. The feet, yeah. Like, ooh, that sounds like just bad, you know. Um, but if you look at the pictures, I mean, it literally looks like like a lunatic asylum that just, and the sheer fact it went on that like that long, um, wait. Anyways, um. Um, this asylum's land is now owned by the Willard Drug Treatment Campus, and they are hesitant to allow tourists on its premises for security purposes. But yeah, so they have done annual walking tours of the asylum in the past, but they haven't said anything about future tours, which I feel like that is insane because literally you're going through, you're seeing history in itself, but then belongings to of these people so there's a lot of attachment to that place because the majority of their belongings are there it's almost yeah. creating a lot of haunted objects yeah so like if someone dropped you off whatever you have is still there like when you look at pictures there's luggage there's i mean it's uh it's we it's it's yeah i don't like looking at the pictures already anyways <laughs> now another one yeah from Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sorry. It's one of my favorite ones when they went to because of the stuff they caught. Yeah. Uh, two, specific, two specific things they caught. Mm-hmm. There's a Rolling Hills Asylum. Ooh. Uh, which is in East Bethany, New York. Dang, New York. What's what's going on with the... East Coast stuff, I guess. Well, Abandoned asylums. Um, this is what I, was, I remember telling you beforehand. Uh, it was out... out it was a stockpile of outcasts, right? Uh, they said any. It was originally a poorhouse mm-hmm. that turned into an asylum. So you know, poor people, uh, widowed women, right, who didn't have husbands, um, orphans, um, handicapped people, uh, criminals, and alcoholics, right, were all sent here. 
So you had like a, uh, a, a, a smorgasbord of people who they considered undesirables they sent here, right? Mm-hmm. So it led to a lot of deaths because a lot of people were going, a lot of rapes were happening because, you know, had put you put, pe- you know, criminals with, you know, average people. Yeah. Who don't, who don't deal with this. Um, and it doesn't help. There's also unmarked graves in, in the, uh, behind the building. Yeah. Sounds like a smorgasbord of. Now there's a most, one of the most famous entities that are there is Rory. Um, he's a seven foot, sorry, seven and a half foot giant that died there. Right. Mm-hmm. And he still haunts the, the halls. Um, and also they have a thing called the Shadow Hallway, where consistent shadow figures run past all the time. Yeah. Um, one of the things that made it extremely interesting to me when I first saw the episode they did with this is that they were there for maybe 10 minutes, and they heard this woman scream in a distant building. Like, loud enough for them to hear the scream. Ugh. Right? I was like, oh, crap. Well, that's going to be a good episode. <laughs> yeah. Which everyone should check out. But, um... Yeah, and the Salem times that come with that. I mean, places like that in the past, right? When they did stuff like that, especially in the United States, when it came to that kind of thing, right? Early nineteen hundreds and stuff like that, they would do things like that, creating that kind of bad energy that would, you know, create hauntings that are still today. Yeah. So, um, shall we move on to hospitals? Yes. Well, real quick before we go on, I kind of want to talk to a talk about a insane asylum. It's it wasn't I don't think as bad as like some of the other ones, but what they're doing to the land is kind of creepy as anything. Anyways, so like we were saying before, how we thought literally, you know, like insane asylums ha- regardless have a lot of like dark energy behind them. In Raleigh, North Carolina, which is only about like two hours away from us, there is um, a an insane asylum. It closed in 2012, so it wasn't that long ago, mm. and it was named Dothora, Doth- Dorothea sorry, Dix Hospital. It began construction in 1850 and opened in 1856. Um, the actual name of it is the Insane Hospital of North Carolina, Dix Hill, the state hospital at Raleigh, basically. Mm. So, okay, that's not the creepy part, though. Okay, the creepy part is this. First of all, it looks creepy, but second p- part, they're turning the, they're using the abandoned building and the land and turning it into a park, like a Central Park type thing. <laughs> Por qué? Oh, Why would you do that? That just sounds like, I feel like that does not sound that does not sound like a fun time. I would not be. Oy. But yeah, so they're turning it into a park. Um, I don't know when. It doesn't really. It doesn't really. Doesn't yeah. Say. The original administration building is going to be saved and incorporated into the park. Basically, the entire project will take 20 or more years to complete. First of all, why 20 years? Mm-hmm. that's a long time second of all that sounds just if you look at it like it straight up looks like an asylum building so i don't know who would look at it and be like oh let's make this into a central park type situation it just money sounds, and greed that's yeah. motivate people to do things like that which will create a park at night that will be dangerous for they, people to be you in. know what they should do and if they're listening i doubt they are but if they're listening the city of raleigh who purchased the property I feel like you should have multiple investigation teams and psychics that could relieve any patients that are there and help them because that is going to be a very active park, I think. Uh, Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. So, yeah. Go Raleigh! <laughs> now, move on the hospitals. Yeah. And that's why I gave my two cents on why I think asylums are haunted in that mm-hmm. sense. Right. Now, Hospitals lose you people where go to you know get 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 better and and granted mm-hmm. some people come in pain well a lot of people come in pain because easier to go to hospital if you're feeling good right so always, everyone's always in pain for some reason um, unless you're going well even having a kid <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
so yeah, always a hospital is always filled with pain, always mm-hmm. at least one way or the other. Yeah. So it's always trying to get the fix or something like that. Either, and, and I'm talking about a hospital. Well, even real quick with the the baby, like delivering a baby, that you're bringing life. So it's literally the mecca of like life and death. You know. Yeah, because as people are dying, you know, people are being born at the same time. Yeah. In hospitals. Yeah. Um. A few times I actually been in hospitals. Uh, sorry, the longest time I've been in hospitals when Killian was born. Yeah. Our son. And just rowing the halls, like mm-hmm. getting from one place to the other at night, right? Mm-hmm. Granted, it's, pr- it's pretty well lit majority of the time, wherever you go. Yeah. But the long corridors, right? The twisting corners and stuff like that um, can create, especially at night, if the lights were off, that eerie, creepy vibe. Oh, yeah. Any right. place that holds that amount of energy for that long period of time, especially ones after, after that, they go abandoned, mm-hmm. right? It's... It's it's like they have free reign to do whatever they want. Well, you think, too, like, you have sudden deaths. You have mm. deaths that are, like, brutal. You also have, like, the whole life and death thing. Then you also have, like, despair and stuff like that. Then you also have lost souls that, like, maybe got there that they don't have family. So it's just, like, a lost body in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, they got there, they died, their family doesn't really care about them. So you have that, too, that despair, that brutal sadness. So, I was in the hospital, obviously, when I had Killian. And my experience, I uh, I kind of still was blocking my abilities, so I didn't get the full experience. But I'll tell you right now, I do not like hospitals whatsoever. I'm not a fan of staying in them and I actually am kind of nervous if we have any more kids because of the ability thing. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think if I ever had like any crazy experiences while staying there. I think I was pretty much, I was just honestly so tired. Anyone like has given birth knows it's tiring. Um, but, but yeah, it's definitely creepy. Especially when you walk, like, the, I think the emergency room, like, when people, like, the emergency room areas, you're walking, like, the halls, because that's, like, the emergency room, you know? I feel like that's, uh, yeah. Spooks on belief. Now, one of the most famous haunted hospitals that mm-hmm. I know about is Linda Vista Community Hospital. Oh, yeah, 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 in yeah, LA. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Which is one of the places Ghost Adventures went to. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm putting a list of Ghost Adventures hospital stuff, but it did, they go they did go to like the top ones. Yeah, I feel like, yeah. I feel like, especially early like Ghost Adventures, I feel like that was like the most, like they could get a lot of stuff there regardless, you know? Yeah. Like it's one of the most active places. Now, in the Vista Hospital, you can actually investigate if you're a paranormal team. Really? I think you have to pay though, which is dumb. Um... But yeah, Linda Vista Hospital was built in 1904 um, at the Santa Fe Coastline Hospital. Um, I, I guess because of the Santa Fe Railroad. I don't know. Hmm. That time period. Um, during the early decades of the 20th century, the hospital flourished as it did in Los Angeles and surrounding Boyle Heights neighborhood in 1924. Uh, in 1937, and the large hospital became uh, the newly in large hospital became the Linda Vista Hospital, community hospital, so it basically expanded itself. Yeah. Uh, however, like much of uh, the country in the Great Depression and World War II, soon derailed the hospital's good fortune and reputation. ECLA was slowly transformed into a less, um, I guess, desirable area. Yeah. Um, and the hospital led to ruin, and eventually it, it didn't, was necessary not needed anymore. Um, by 1970s, gangs of East LA sent a streaming, steady stream of gunshot wounds and stabbings through Linda Vista ER doors. Uh, and the neighbor the neighborhood was getting worse as survival rate of uh, patients uh, were admitted. Yikes! And the increase of poor, uh, uninsured patients took a toll on the hospital. And in 1988, Linda Vista stopped accepting ambulances to the ER, and the quality of care continued to decline as doctors moved out of the hospital. Yeah, and in 1991. 
Last patient checked in the Hotlanda Vista Hospital while most believe the hospital closed due to lack of funds. So, you know, I guess consistently dealing with gang warfare and stuff like that led it to its demise. Mm. So it's closed now. Yeah, it closed in 1991. Well, technically its last patient was 1991. Who knows how long it was closed before then. But, so the amount of death that went through there was a lot from its time being open. And plus dealing with a bad neighborhood that it did probably dealt with a lot of people being injured and being damaged and being killed. Right? Yeah. Now the hospital was stayed still standing. It was never rebuilt or it never was, let's say, um, demolished for something else because Hollywood, right, Mm -hmm. movies were filmed there. They used the abandoned hospital to do what they want without having to close down an actual hospital to do so. So it made it beneficial. So not having to close down an entire hospital wing or film at a certain period of time so you don't uh, interfere with other hospital activities can actually help out. So they actually saved a lot of money. And that's how the Navista stayed, well, standing till now. It's because they do use it for those. So I am pretty sure if you were to investigate there, it wouldn't be such in disarray. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember one of the footage that they caught in Ghost Avengers when they were there uh, were screaming down the halls literally when they first started. Oh, my God. They were just starting their investigation that night and they started hearing yelling down the halls. Now, if you ever watched um, Rob Durdick's, uh Fantasy Factory, mm-hmm. there's an episode where they took Big Black and uh, what's your face? The blonde chick. Chanel? Yeah, Chanel was coast, right? Because yeah. she said she'd never been to a haunted place, so they took her there. Why? Oh my <laughs> gosh. And they left her in a room by herself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> to which the slightest thing, uh, I think a ding or bang happened, right? And she fucking freaked out and ran out of there. I mean, it could be something easy to explain, but she didn't care. Oh they didn't stay there very long, like maybe an hour, right? Yeah. So I don't know if they even saw or caught anything. Yeah. But it was pretty funny. You think about like how how many years in a, a hospital or even an asylum is like active, like the one that's like from the eighteen fifties to like nineteen nineties. That's a lot of years. So that's a lot of death. I wonder if I wonder if there's been any like major psychics or mediums that have been in these places. I get like ooh, just thinking about it now. When mm-hmm. I was looking up haunted hospitals, I totally didn't think about the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Now here's, Ooh. yeah, yeah, rest of the world. Here's one: um, the old Shang Hospital in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Hope I'm saying that right. I doubt it. Uh, loaded in Shang, Singapore, um, was previously known as a Royal Air Force um, Hospital, the RFA. Um, it was merged with a Tiaopiong. No, I'm not saying that right. <laughs> Why are you saying? I am like trying that? to say the vowels in the word. Anyway, uh, hospital renamed to Shang after general, after the general uh, in, in hospital, and after it was closed in 1997, it sat abandoned for over a decade. Um, regarded as one of the most haunted places in Singapore, well, jeez, uh, it was captured by Japanese forces in World War II, and it was used as a healthcare facility as prisoners of war uh, detained by Shang military base nearby. Mm. So you have dead people and you have military dead people. Jeez. Sorry, no, prisoners of war. POWs there. Um, the uneasy feeling of visitors was probably brought by those people who lost their lives in the hands of uh, the Japanese. They were seeking revenge up to this time. Um, according to some, they're terrifying moments and um, they feel like they're being followed. Some of these entities follow them home. What? Yeah. yeah. And, and you know about uh, Oriental culture, the Japanese and the uh, Chinese stuff like that. Even the Koreans, they they believe deeply into the supernatural. Yeah. Uh, so much so it's almost entertainment to them, yeah. but also some of them believe deeply in it. Of course, you know you got you know um, the suicide forest in Japan and stuff like that, um, which I've heard you know, its own stories. Which that could be an episode on itself. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, when it comes to that that hospital there. Right? In other hospitals around the world, I can imagine it being that haunted. You keep mm-hmm. looking at my right shoulder. What? Mm-mm. All right. Now, here's another one. Okay. I heard about it. Ooh. 
This is I heard about a long time ago. Is the old Tululi Hospital? Are you saying that right? I don't know. T o o e l e. Tululi. He's the worst at pronouncing Tululi. things. Tululi. Tululi Hospital. Uh, built in eighteen eighty-seven. Um, like most things in, in by the way, this is in Utah, mm-hmm. right? Um, like most things built that were out of something it was originally built at a family house mm-hmm. that transformed into an old um sorry a country poor house and it eventually became a hospital and then of course through time became an actual hospital yeah. by 1953 the building um had become the old Tuli hospital yeah. um one of, i guess the first things that that place with the uh, patients had the individual bathrooms usually patients didn't have individual bathrooms before that yeah yeah um, before it closed down in 2001, um, funny enough, the hospital was filmed, or sorry, uh, the hospital was used to film, uh, Stephen King's The Stand. Mm, Today I never watched, but they're coming out with a new version of it, so, probably watch that. Um, yeah, over the years, Old Hospital has been the site of multiple hauntings, various reports of, uh, paranormal activity. Um, and I, an Alzheimer patient, known as Wes, is said to haunt the hospital. Which, that might be dangerous, because... Every conversation we have with him is going to be new. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Now, I, I remember something about the hospital is actually still running today, but not in a sense that you think. Um, half the building now mm-hmm. is abandoned, in a sense, and the other half, a portion of it, is used as a uh, retiree home. A retiree home. Old, basically a retiree home, yeah. Uh, take care of elderly patients and stuff like that. And there's actually said to be a uh, a dark death figure that would appear, and when it passed someone's room, mm-hmm. that person was next to die. That death figure, man. Yeah. Now, funny enough, when I said it wasn't technically closed, well, it's technically closed, but for that other half. <clears throat> but the other part of it's used for every Halloween or around the a month of October as Asylum Forty Seven. Why do people a do haunted this? haunted house location that that freaks me out because i feel like there's a local place that does that too that free it freaks me out because like is how do this... you make a haunted house attraction better by making it actually haunted yeah so you don't know what you're so someone says you know um an actor on the on this or one of the people acting to scare the crap out of people there um he's a kid run into the back of a building where someone shouldn't go and they go back there and they make it say hey, someone was back there. Uh, no, no, no one went back there and no one can get back there because the door doesn't open, right? Like, oh crap, who the hell went back there? You know, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, apparently they recorded something about a little kid saying, daddy shot, sorry. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, one of the oh, famous haunted hospitals I remember hearing about. Amongst others that probably exist in the world, um, those are the ones that I know they make ever made a list of people talking about. Yeah, I don't know if our hospital here in town is haunted. The one Killing was born in. I didn't really experience anything much more over there. Um, so I don't think that is. You know what I think is haunted though, hmm. or or I've gotten dark vibes from. Okay, so it over. Okay, so basically, for those that don't know, the town city we live basically in a small city. Um, it's got a big military presence here. It's got like a, you know, big base here. So. But we have our own mall. Yeah. Yeah, we do have that. It's a small city. Um, but it is growing drastically. Like it is, is really growing in population and in like stuff to do, I believe. All them people banging. What? <laughs> Is that because the population increased? Oh, yeah. You know, that is actually partially true yeah. because they have to keep building schools because mm. there's so many kids here. Yeah, so, people are getting married and staying. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. so my grandmother was like, because she's been here since the 70s. She was like, oh, yeah, that uh, hospital that our son was born in. Um, yeah, that wasn't the actual original hospital. There was a smaller hospital, um, where the, like, health department is. So, do you remember when we went to the health department? Yeah. Yeah. So, that was the original, that and, like, that area. Now, they have, like, a three-story building, but 
before it was this little like area and I would get the weirdest feelings in that hospital and it being a smaller hospital I wonder if like not a lot of mistakes happen but like you know they only have like well, one doctor long, I say depending so. on how long it's it stand it probably sorry I have had a hair on my tongue oh my gosh why my mustache sometimes I wonder um deeply <laughs> So judging how long it's been standing, it probably has seen some death in its time. Probably way back in, let's say, 1900s. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I remember... Jacksonville's old. Oh, yeah. Very old. So. And, um... No, I remember seeing a picture from, like, the 50s of, like, the nurses and stuff standing outside. Because hmm. I think, don't quote me on this, but, like, the base didn't actually come here till like, the 50s, I think. <laughs> um. So that's kind of, like... I'll say way before then. Huh? I'll say way before then. Mm-mm. Maybe. You don't know your own history. Of this. I don't know the history. I don't well, know either. Right. You've been, been here forever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I could have swore it was the 50s. Like, it was like a bunch of farmland that, you know, that got sold to the government. And then they use that as a base. The base. And it's one of the largest bases. Now, one of my final theories on the reason why asylums and hospitals will be mm-hmm. haunted other than the fact the amount of deaths that go through there and the amount of pain and emotional and bad energy and all that mm-hmm. if anyone was watching a live i did with uh chaz of the dead mm-hmm. um follow him on instagram and social media yeah, she has a book out too about aliens it's pretty interesting mm-hmm. but um he had an interesting theory when i talked to him on one of our saturday night lives mm-hmm. um about the uh this experiment or their own not his theory per se but it was a theory created by a scientist in russia i think he said um i can't remember exactly i think it was a russian scientist but the idea of bees mm-hmm. being the reason why paces are haunted or insects especially mm-hmm. but it had to go more with the idea of the uh the the cell um theory, uh theory in a sense that places that have a lot of holes like a lot mm-hmm. of cells right like mm-hmm. a building with a lot of individual floors and individual cells mm-hmm. so like prisons and stuff like that make them haunted because of the extra room like honeycombs in a sense mm-hmm. how they have the all individual places mm-hmm. over and over again that repeated design of a building creates supernatural hauntings hmm. right yeah and when he, when he went more in depth with that theory it actually made a lot of sense coming about places that are haunted i.e schools Prisons, hospitals, asylums, anyone has individual cells consistently repeating, like a building built on it, mm-hmm. right? Instead of like most business buildings today are just like floor, 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 and have eight in it, like maybe split up in cubicles, right? It's not individually built individual yeah. boxes, yeah. right? Interesting. And that creates a paranormal thing. It has this thing with insects and bees, but I don't know. That's interesting. I need to learn more on it because that was a pretty interesting. And if you guys want to go back, you probably find it on Instagram. Um, that that uh, live I did with Chess. Yeah, I'll post a link to it when this yeah. episode goes out. So, but, um, yeah, uh, that's that's kind of my where I, my theories on. I know it's more in depth, but uh, we went to the beach today, and uh, my brain's all cooked <laughs> from the sun. Yeah. Um. But yes. Most times, any hospital—not saying every hospital is haunted or currently haunted—but it has the possibility to be haunted yeah. because of death, and it is a death. Luigi, uh, I think the type of death too. Like yeah. sometimes it's horrific. Like someone was shot. You know, they don't know what's going on. Am I going to live? Am I going to die? Um, and then too, it could be. You have a sudden death. Sudden, yeah. Yeah. And an agonizing pain and some people go and some people don't want to go. Some people are scared and they instantly die. And that's one of the first places, like I said, a lot of life starting, a lot of death starting. Yeah. Um, that, and I guess another one, just thinking about the whole the cell thing, mm-hmm. the honeycomb thing, uh, host, uh, hotels. Oh, yeah. Hotels. Each individual rooms built up. That's where most hotels are haunted. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, you go into the idea of it, it starts making a lot of sense. Anyway. Uh, guys, um, so looking forward to next week. Uh, I hinted at it in early in this episode. We're actually staying on the haunted trail right now. Yes. Oh, uh, that's a segue into next week's thing. Dork. 
<laughs> uh, haunted forests. Including Suicide Force in um, near Mount Fuji, um, amongst others, yeah. including a few we've actually been to. Yeah, I feel like there's, I feel like North Carolina, hitting home base for them. I think there's one in England that I want to talk about, something about the Devil's Road or something like that. Um, but yes, Haunted Forests will be next week's episode. Uh, look forward to this Friday with the bonus episode, Jonathan, of um, West Virginia Paranormal. Yes. Uh, my conversation with him about the places he's been, uh, including Transatlantic uh, Asylum. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. As always, guys, you can catch us. Uh, you can look find us on social media at Hidden the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden in the Shaw Six on Twitter, uh, Hidden in the Podcast Two on uh, TikTok. Yeah, we got TikTok. It's it's got good traction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a YouTube, a Hidden Shadows podcast. Also, our website, if you want to get access to everything at once, uh, HiddenTheShadowsPodcast.com, yeah. where we can post blogs, um, links to everything from our merch to, um, which we got, I think we have stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to uh, links to all, all forms of uh, social media you can catch us at, and also where you can listen to us. Yes. Or if you already listen to us now, kind of defeats the purpose. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you listen yeah. to iTunes, like, oh, I wonder what it sounds like on Spotify. That's that's what you get the links for. <laughs> but yes. Kind of um, as always, guys, catch your weirdos in the next one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>